Good evening. My name is Roxanne Johnson. My son's name is Jamal Bird. He was killed by DC Metropolitan Police on October the 1st, 2019. With me is my co-host. Good evening, guys. My name is Latoya Benson. I am the mother of Xavier Hill. He was killed by Virginia State Police at the age of 18. Tonight, we have the honor of having Mrs. Sharon Irwin with us today to speak about her grandson as well. Um, before she does her introduction, if you want to go ahead and play the clip real fast, please. We have the power. There are seven billion of us on this planet. They change. If we stood up, who could stop us? No one. We have the power. You have the power. tomorrow. All right, you got this. Sharon, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, please? Yeah, I'm uh, Sharon Irwin Henry. I'm Tony Terrell Robinson Jr.'s grandmother. Uh, he was shot and killed by a Madison, Wisconsin police officer in 2015. And we've literally been in the streets fighting since then. They uh, did give my daughter a $3.5 million settlement, but that's nothing that I took because there was a gag order that went with it. And I chose a different path. We are currently in the courts on a, a little known statute. We are looking to press criminal charges against the officer who shot and killed my grandson. Real fast, Michelle, before we even get there, though, let's talk about let's talk about him real fast and what actually happened to him. Tell everybody what happened to your grandson. That night, okay. Well, that day, that day, he had a, I mean, he had a really good day actually, but um, that night he had taken some mushrooms and he was uh, exhibiting what they call the, the, you know, the excited delirium. And uh, his friends called and said, hey, he needs to check that they thought he was on something. And then uh, he, they, they left him. Then he went outside and he was hanging out at the gas station across the street. You gotta, you gotta understand that we we lived in this neighborhood all of our life. And he was skateboarding up and down these streets all of his life. And they knew him. So he was at the gas station and he was having a difficult time. And um, what happened is he crossed the street, went in the house. That was, he had just moved into across the street into the house and up to the stairs. It is a slum, Lord's house. There's 12 steps that go up the steps. He was up there for quite some time by himself when Matt Kenny, they got the call to come and check on a person. Matt Kenny came. He was the first one there. Jamar Gary was three seconds behind him. And Tom Christian was about maybe five, 10 seconds behind that. He went into the, there. He got out of his car. He turned off his microphone. He went to the back to check and see if anything was there. He came to the front. He went to the door. He opened the, he, he opened the door. Now the door was open and he pushed on his mic. Hey, he had to make entry. And the last thing you see is this man drawing his gun. And 18 seconds later, Terrell is dying on the bottom of the steps. Oh, it's true. He put, How old was Terrell? Terrell's 19 years old. 
He put seven bullets in him, three as he was coming down the steps, and the last four you can literally see on TV on a video on uh, the camera, the dash cam of Matt Kenny putting the last four billets in him in a military stance on the porch. Those were all the kill shots, all of them. So even with all that evidence, even with the fact that his testimony doesn't match any of the forensics, they still said, they still said justified. I didn't know anything about this. Did you? I didn't. I was a PTSD veteran at home. And I did my garden. Yeah. And my grandkids. So I uh, want to introduce you to my... No? <laughs> okay. Don't put him on the spot. It's an old no. I don't know. Look, I'm not really good at this, you guys. I appreciate you if you keep me moving forward because I am not good at this. I don't. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about that portion then, uh, Ms. Sharon. As far as, hey, can you hear me? Yes, I I have. I'm so sorry. I am. I have lost my hearing. Okay, as long as you can hear me, okay. That's all. As you can hear me, okay. So you're gonna hear me. See me pull my hair back and look at my phone. I apologize. <laughs> it's, it's totally okay. Let's talk about how we move forward. I know the impact we met you all um, with your family. Let's talk about the impact that it's had on your family since Terrell has died and murdered, and what your family has done at this point in time. I wanna. I'm very interested in talking about the statue you have found in your state in order to have these guys prosecuted. Can you talk about that? You want to talk about the statue? You yes, want to talk about the impact on my family? My family's uh, broken. Let's talk about the statue. Because okay, when your family being broken, you move forward and got the statue going. Pardon me? Say that again, please. I said from your family being broken, it caused you guys to move forward in order to yes. find that statue. We, you, it, I'm a veteran. And um, I have this attitude. I apologize for shutting my eyes too, because I think like that. Um, I move in a way that says you, there has to be righteousness because I experienced something in the, the military that was pretty hard. And from that point, there was no PTSD. Then I just got out of the military. And I, when, when, when I, when I'm experiencing this, when they shot and killed my grandson and I see that none of this is true. I'm like a dog with a bone. You are not going to do that. I didn't know anything about this. But as a grandma, I can now tell you where blood splatter starts and why it's there. I can tell you what a Glock 9, how it ejects its, its cartridges to the right and behind them. How, how, why do I know all of this? Because I had to go and find it out myself. I went to the, the DA. And um, right after he said, no, no, it's justified. I went there to say, you know, it's not justified based on the little bit that I knew. Then I ran and got all the evidence that I could get. There were no lawyers at that time. I just went and said, I want all the evidence. And I was blessed with somebody giving me everything I didn't know I needed. Because you don't specifically ask for it. They often don't give it to you. These are hurdles you have to jump and things you have to learn. It took me eight years to get here. I was called a raging lunatic. I have, I have family that say, 
you know, you know, I'm, I, I'm just blinders and they're correct. You know, hindsight's 2020, but I focus on this. You are not going to kill my grandson. Say it's okay because his skin don't look like yours. You're out your damn mind. I apologize. Go. No, you can pass aside. Oh, good. We understand all kind of language here. Thank you. And again, again, I apologize for putting up with my ears. I appreciate you doing that for me. This to me is important because I know everybody, every, you know, y'all get thrown money. We all get thrown money. We all get thrown money. Here, take this $3.5 million. Here, take this $25 million. They want to be quiet. They want to be quiet. Yeah. Right. That's right. If we do that, well, then now we have to be quiet. Isn't that good enough for you? You got money. Yeah. So money doesn't bring back your loved one. That's right. No. Sharon, tell us more about the statute, the statute that you were able to use to um to get some action going. Tell us about I have this beautiful friend. His name is Greg. He's got one of those beautiful minds, man. <laughs> and I, I love him. And then I have a friend who's a chocolatier. She, but she was a legal, she was a legal criminal lawyer. So they said to me, "Hey, let's look at a nine six eight point zero two. Sub three. Sub three, okay. And my thing was that we had been looking at John Doe's, but that wasn't going to work because it sends it right back to the DA and we don't want him to have his hands on it. That's right. So I'm like, well, what's that? (laughs) And I, of course, then they tell me, but then I run and I get, I look it up. Hey, Google, what's a 968.02 sub three? And I read it and I understand 9608 is how a DA get goes for probable cause before a judge. These are, the, these are the, the, the things that he has to do, right? A sub three says, well, if he won't do it or he can't do it and you ask him to do it a lot, okay. then I can bring it to a judge. Myself, I bring a com- criminal complaint to a judge and I said, hey, judge, look at this. Now, the beauty of this is my friend who's a chocolatier, Vada, she was the criminal lawyer. She created this. She created so she this. She wrote the complaint out for you? Huh? She wrote the complaint out? Yes. Okay. She was, she was just, I mean, she would do her chocolate shop and then we would talk at three o'clock in the morning about the case. So I am, and again, I'm hearing some things, but this is, this is what it came from. It came from a a little known statute that they had written. It was written a long time ago, 1800s, but in 1967, it went to the courts and away from um, the DAs. And that's what I'm using. That's what the lawyers are using. You were able to file that statue, right? And tell everybody what happened from that point in time. Where are we at right now with this case? Because the statute you guys filed and bound. We finally, we put the statute out in March, right after Terrell's eighth anniversary. And we have been in the court since then. We've literally had two lawyers that uh, retired on us. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to put, we're going to say a couple things, but then we're going to retire. We had one lawyer, 
that we asked to recuse himself because there were too many interesting ties there. There were seven lawyers that recused themselves. No. So, seven, no, no, my son, I'm saying lawyers. I, I so apologize. I actually mean judges. Judges. The mm -hmm. seven lawyers, two of them, you know, two of them were, they were all lawyers, not lawyers, they were all judges. Mm -hmm. These are all judges. They all, seven of them recused themselves, one right after the other. Now, what the, we came to the last two, and Eccles is now in charge of this. He's, he's sitting on the case. What he asked the lawyers to do was to create a brief to talk to him about um, special prosecutors. Who can appoint one? Who can be one? And who pays for one? He asked for that brief to be presented to him on March 1st. So um, that is where we're doing. Now I'm going to ask you to do me a favor because my hearing is so hard. I'm going to ask you to talk to my granddaughter. Uh, not my granddaughter. Your daughter, Lauren, yeah. My daughter, Lauren, because she hears better than I do. That's fine. Hey, daughter. Hi. Hi. I'm so Lauren Carter. I'm Tony. What's going Robinson. on? Hi. Hi, Toya. Hi. How you I'm doing, Blue Jane? What's up? <laughs> um, I just wanted to grab the phone because as my mother said we've been on the road for a while so it's hard to kind of like remember everything that needs to be said right. so what I wanted to say is the first thing is Vada is a black woman who works tirelessly for her shop she's the only lawyer that would help us the only one nobody wanted to touch it she was right when she was saying lawyers because none of them wanted to touch it what happened is the when we brought it in front of them for the first time they did something that they've never done in the history of the courts they required something from us that they don't require from anybody else when dealing with probable cause. And initially it was going to cost us what mom, how much is that a thousand dollars, 60,000. It was going to be about it. That's a cost. Yeah. And I'm telling, and I feel like this is important because I feel mm -hmm. like people need to understand how far they will go. Mm -hmm. I've always known that, that racism is a disease, right? You will risk and lose everything just to call me that one name. And yes. it, it's a real disease. Yes, and is. so, and it's so sick and it's so deeply embedded in our system that they were ready to throw every policy they've ever followed out of the window. And they did. And because they did that, Vada put a call out and we got six other lawyers to join on to this just to throw it in the judge's face that if you do this, you will go back to every case you ever tried of mine and you will do the same thing. And going forward, this is what it will be. You will have to do this, set the precedence. That's set what you're going to do. Absolutely. Now, what, this, what the 968.02 sub three did was put the power back in the people's hands. Mm -hmm. We forget that we have the power. We That's say right. these words in the streets, but one of the things that we forget is it's is not just expressive? about voting. 
Right. It's about knowing the system. That's and that right. is what my and mother did. That is what something like this That's does right. to somebody. That's it takes right. somebody who was gardening in her garden with her grandchildren and puts them in front of a computer and makes them learn every application, every law that they need to know to make sure that they can get some justice. Now, what it does in turn, yeah, what it does in Oh, sorry, y'all. What it does in turn is it can destabilize an entire family. That's right. Because our focus is on one thing and one thing only. Life must go on after they leave us, yes. after they're killed. It yes. must. And because we sometimes forget to live, because we are occupied and consumed completely in this, this is our life now. It can it can cause turmoil, separation, diminishment. It can even it can even cause family curses, and I've learned that. Yes, people forget about the impact this has on our families after the fact, you know. And, what, and, and they don't, because and I, I've yeah. said this as black women at growing up in black neighborhoods, we knew something as street justice. So if the law don't get you, we gonna we'll get catch you. you in the streets. Hello, <laughs> we don't get any of that. Right. There's nothing. What my mother has done has found a way for us to take it. You don't have to give us shit. Excuse my language. So sorry. You don't have to give us anything. What you will do is follow these laws you said that gave us the power in the first place. Huh. And that's what I had to say. And I'm sorry, y'all. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. So Miss Carter, I have a question. The statute that you all were able to find to reintroduce this case, is this a state statute or is it a federal, federal. statute? It's a state. It's a state. It's a state. And I was oh, I was state? discussing this with my That's mother earlier. Mm -hmm. If anybody takes a lawsuit with a gag order, what they should be doing is going to their mother or whoever they need to be going to and, and saying, listen, this is how much money we got now. We're going to put his ass butt in jail. Excuse me. We're going to put their butts in jail. So we put need to hire jail, every team it. of lawyers to scour through every law. and not Because if it exists here, it exists in other states. That's yeah. for sure. That's right. so I, I think it's important to know that you said, like you said, too, I thought it was federal or state, like you said, it's important to know what other states exist. Well, they have to have other statutes of life because we got to just find them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what you call them. I don't know if you guys call them statutes. I don't know if you call them, you know, bylaws. I don't know if you call them what they all have different. Virginia is a different way of stating their thing. Yeah. You, what you need to do it's is good. go find what governs a DA. Right. That's the first place you start. Right. It took me a long time. The other thing you need to know is all the laws about uh, what is the use of force. What are their SOPs on this? What is Graham versus Connor? These are things that we have to know as just as citizens, baby, because these are all what dictate whether they can kill your children, your family, your loved ones, anyone. Those are the case law they use to keep, it's the same case law that they use to keep justifying what they're doing right now. Right, exactly. It's called Graham versus Connor. There are three things they look for in that. You have to know what those three things are. And, and it's important because if you don't, you ha you, ha you just have to know, you guys. These, yeah, these you are educate what I want to do. Educate yourselves. What I want to do is, 
is to go through this process because again, it's taken me eight years of people calling me out my name and all kinds of things to get here. I don't want families coming up behind me to have to wait eight years. In Wisconsin, we were trying to set precedents and saying, look, why do I have to have 10, 30 different exhibits with thousands of pages of proof and have a whole hearing with with expert witnesses coming in, almost like a mini murder trial, by the way, just to prove probable cause, just to prove that. But they said, yeah, that's what you have to do. And look, Sharon, that's to prove probable cause to go to a trial. And that's what jumped those lawyers on board. You're yes. going to do that for everybody then. Yes, You're going to exactly. make everybody wanting to prosecute these people. So pages on pages on pages on pages yeah. of probable cause. You're going to yeah. call expert witnesses in. You're going to give us, yeah. you're going to give every one of our clients a mini trial. They don't want to do that. They don't want to do that. But in the same token, they are requiring it of me because actually in the statute, it said after a hearing, yeah. after a hearing, a judge can find probable cause. So they, they follow that. They want to drain your that. That's the main thing. To drain my point first. is, I'm yeah. I, I'm I'm blessed. Terrell is blessed to have these people jump, and I know damn good and well there aren't going to be seven lawyers for the next one. That's right. There is. That's a sad and, one. And I want to be able to say, this is what we have to do. That's what you have to do. Go get that money. A, it's important. And B, them lawyers are going to go get all the evidence. Mm -hmm. and, so, and um, use so, it. so so family family. Um, first of all, Miss Sharon, let me let me just say this. Something my mama told me. It ain't what they call you, is what you answer to. Hello. You make them put respect on your say name. Make them put respect on your name. And that's, that's exactly what's happened over these eight years. They, yeah, they they I'm walking away, your name. I walk in a way that they, says I respect myself. That's right. You do don't matter to me. And secondly. What what action can we help you with on this evening? What, what how can we the rest of this community impacted families and impact and, and allies of impacted families? How can we help you in Wisconsin? I just want you to follow us to follow what we're doing. I'm going to let Lolo tell you no because I can't hear Lolo. Please <laughs> so, um, go to. Uh, to to in pursuit of justice dot net website's up there. She's gonna put it on. She's gonna put it up on on site right here, you guys. And look on here on the website, y'all. She's putting the website online. Yes. You can go on to follow them on. We 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 are keeping all the evidence there. We are keeping every everything that we gave to the judge as you can see it, and it's broke down. It's broke down for you as well. And there's if you got questions, you can ask them. That's how we are keeping up with people coming to this website because this is what I say. All I've ever asked for is for you to look at the evidence. So I'm going to have Lolo finish up for me. And okay. yeah, that's the website and this is how we move. All right. And I walked one day at a time. There were times I would do things like, I, I would go run, find, back, find out what probable cause is. Now I got to know what's beyond a reasonable bet, a doubt. And who the hell is Graham versus Connor? You know, and and I had to run and do all these over the years. Uh, and what SOPs did this man mess up when he killed this, killed my boy? What did he mess up? What did he do wrong? You know, and and I'm sorry, 
But uh, I had to look at all of that, and you will too. You will too. You will have to look at all of it. If you want justice and you want to take them to the courts for criminal charges, that's right. You will have to look at all of it. You know, and what they did to your baby. That's right, Ms. Sharon. And then you have to look at that and then you move forward. You know what I would say to the raging lunatic? You know, that actually might be so because I'm 100% disabled veteran for PTSD, but I rage the truth. Always rage the truth. So if you hear me out there, I'm good because I'm telling the truth. So that's, that's, I am, I love my baby girl. She tell me what to say. <laughs> well, we're sending you love uh, out there to uh, Miss Sharon. We're sending love and hugs and support to you and your family. Absolutely. We are uh, just excited at what you were able to do by getting this, just getting to this point, right? Just getting to this point. Just to get to this point. And we know that you're not going to rest it just because you don't mess with grandmas. I have no, no. I, no, I walked that path down the road. Mess with, you know what I'm saying? Don't I'm mess sorry. with grandmas. Don't mess with grandmas. And so, <laughs> so we want our um, listening audience this evening to go to inpursuitofjustice.net and support this family. I saw a donation button up there. Come on, y'all. We can yeah, get we just, y'all. I know we're not still going to Starbucks because you know they not about uh, 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 employees' rights. So that Starbucks money, come and make a donation this evening. And I appreciate and the and the people who are in the Wisconsin area. I'm talking about my folks in Milwaukee and surrounding areas. Get with this family and find out how you can help us because we are stronger together. We say that exactly. We stronger together, number one. I like your clip when you said we have the power because we definitely have the power. They have tricked us into believing that we are powerless, but hell no, we ain't powerless. We are powerful. powerful. Now think about this. What? What? How could there be a government if there's no us? That's right. Who you governing? Who you governing? Right. So you got saying real fast to, uh, to piggyback off of you as well too. I just want to reiterate you guys, as you heard Ms. Sharon say, the point of her case was that the DA had decided to not turn back the officers. Ms. Sharon lives in Wisconsin. She was able to find a statute in that state that allowed them to present probable cause to present to a judge. Therefore, they were able to present it to him. So now they're, they're actually waiting right now for a judge to decide whether the case can move forward or not. So this kind of teaches the lesson of just because they tell y'all, hey, they didn't the indictment, that's not the end all be all. You gotta do your research. You have to do the research. That is in Wisconsin, that state, like she already said, it's in Wisconsin, it's gonna be in other states as well. It is imperative for us to do the research and follow these families to know what they are doing so we can mimic and mock the exact same thing for the state you kind of live in. Mm-hmm. Hey. I'm gonna suggest that everybody, even outside of Wisconsin, Take a look at the statute. That's right. Take a look at the statute and go find something that's similar. And then share it with everybody else. Not, now, this is the other point. If there's nothing there, while well, we create something there. That's right. We can that's do right. this. They can't do take that from us. That's right. 
So, okay, you ain't got a law, let's make one. <laughs> right? Okay. So that's what we're doing. And I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you, you taking the time. Fight. Yeah, you got to stand in the fight and go for so long. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, uh, we are uh, grateful that you were able to share your story with us this evening. Um, listening audience, those who are listening to this or listen to us later, please, please support this family. But more importantly, find out how you can get involved in your own area. Because this is a, like she said, this is a state uh, uh, statute, but each state got something similar to this. How, exactly. the, how the district attorney is supposed to govern him or herself and to determine whether or not to bring a charge. And we know no is never the final answer. <laughs> no is just no right now. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Somebody else no, change no. that. Because they you have. Know what I told, I'm gonna tell you what I told the DA the la one of the last times I talked to him. He told me he wasn't going to pre press the charges, and I said, "There's probable cause. It's beyond a reasonable doubt. You tell me why." And he said, "I can't win." I stood up and I looked at him and I said, "Look, watch what one woman can do." Hello? And I walked out the door because that was my grandson. You killed. Do you understand that? And 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 I that's my grandson. And 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 no one's gonna take that boy's life and pretend it's away. okay. That's right. So, we gotta all have that same kind of that, attitude. That, yeah. The fact that Terrell is black, and I'm like, you know, let's let's be honest, it's that one drop theory, you know. But it's it is he is black, and that is not. That's not where we need to be. We need to be aware. Absolutely, that's right. Her screen froze. Her screen froze. But but uh, but family, y'all heard the this family. They have not given up. It has cost them a lot. But again, what we hear today is consistency. Don't give up. Don't give up. Keep fighting, keep fighting for your families. And if, if you don't know what to do, reach out to other families like, like Miss Sharon, like others that we have um, interviewed. People in Georgia have a whole network, people in California, I'm sure there are other states where families have started to come together and, and um, pool their resources to get justice for our families. And the more that we do this, the more that they got, the, they have to listen. They don't have any, because we have the power. Just like she just said, we have the power. We change our mindset. Well, I don't know what they gonna do. They gonna bump that. We gonna keep moving. moving. What you gonna do? So that's the lesson that, that I got out of this, this this evening. What about you, Latoya? I'm gonna say it again, like I just said, it's taught me the matter of um you see people all the time on the news, people have watch parties to wait, see what the DA is gonna say, whether he's gonna indict the officer or not, right? And if you see families when they don't get their indictment, they're devastated by that. This should let you know off top that this that, that their answer is not the final answer. You gotta do your homework. You can't allow them to tell you that's the answer because that is the answer we've been getting all these years. That is the answer. That's not the answer. That's what they've been telling us to just kind of like make us go away. As you see, it's happened in one state as far as we're having a statue. We got to find these statues, you guys, and then we have to share it with each other. The point, I'm going to say it each week, the point of this podcast is one, for us to learn these stories, two, to begin to learn the information, to educate each other. Me and Roxanne talk all the time, every day, all day, about how we can educate each other. 
So when I hang up with her tonight, I'm gonna go look on the statue in my state and see what I can find here. If I can't find so we need to still be on a on a daily day basis and we can do collectively to make change. So I learned a lot tonight. Yes, yes. And the one additional thing that I will say. Oh yes, sis. Consistency. Being consistent. Oh yes. Oh yes. Like the oh, yes. sun rises every day. We oh, can yes. and I know it ain't easy every day. You ain't feeling a hundred. This is oh, yeah. a tiring, it's an emotional roller coaster, all of the things. But reaching inward and and into whatever divine power you 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 know you call upon and using that strength and having the strength of your family and your friends and people who support you and using all that strength to keep moving forward. Yep. Yep. Keep Roxanne, I'd say this too, that just laughing as well, the act of selflessness, selflessness. When you take you take the families out of the situation or not, put yourself into our shoes and realize that what happened um, to us, yes, directed us directly. But these same laws can affect anybody watching this right now. It can happen to your family right now, man, in a blink of an eye. So please realize that while we're saying you are supporting these families, you guys, on all essence, you're exercising change for yourself as well as your family too, because the same laws that affected us can affect you guys right now today. Yes, that's real talk. Real talk. I think that's it for the night, you guys. We had a really good show. I think she kind of dropped off. Yeah, that's okay. We thank Sharon and her daughter, Miss Carter, for, for um, coming on this evening. And until next time, this is uh, Life After the Impact. Remember. See you guys next week. You guys, don't forget, follow her page. Make a donation as well. But most of all, please continue to work. It's not about just Tuesdays coming in the chime and season of the podcast. It's about the aftermath. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Who you call on tomorrow? What emails are you sending? What phone calls are you making? What impact families are you finding out what's going on the same in the know? So it's about continuing to work boots on the ground every single day. That's right. Peace. All right, you guys, good night, guys. Good night.